You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. It's a Tuesday, so it's time for It's My Money, brought to you by Brentus Wealth. And with me from Brentus Wealth in Pretoria today is Johan Berger. Johan, it's six weeks since we've been in lockdown, or you've been in lockdown in South Africa. It's been around about three months, I think, since the coronavirus or COVID-19 first became apparent and first started to become a worry for the world, whether it be uh, at a social level or at a financial services and uh, investment level. But it, it's almost as though... We're just so used to it now. It's almost like a whole new world that we've always been in. We're fed up with it, but we've we've become used to it. Don't you find that? Yeah, definitely. In terms of technology and to socialize on technology like Zoom and Skype and um, all those kind of um, infrastructure, it's it's almost like the new norm. Um, and to be quite honest, I think this is going to go on for quite quite some time going forward. The other thing that's going to go on for quite some time, I think, is the ease, easy monetary policy of various central banks. We've been used to the Fed doing it. We've been used to the European Central Bank doing it. We've been used to the Bank of Japan doing it. Now, suddenly, the South African Reserve Bank this year has done it as well. Interest rates have fallen very sharply. And I'm looking at the 10-year South African bond, which has fallen from around about 13.5% yield to close to 10% uh, yield. And obviously, that affects your asset allocation for your clients. Some clients might need higher interest rates for, for savings. So has that been a meaningful change for you at Brentest? Yeah, to, to follow a certain strategy, or we, can, we can discuss that in a second. But in terms of the normal South African, for a lot of South Africans with a great deal of debt, whether car payments or house bond payments, um, it did provide some sort of relief. So that's a good thing. Um, yes. On the other hand, you have the, the pensioners where they don't want to take a great deal of risk or they don't want to have a large portion of their assets in equities, whether local or offshore. Um, and as these rates decrease, it will have an impact on their monthly income. So for some South Africans, it is, is definitely a good thing. Um, but yeah, for others, um, pensioners, it's, it's not the greatest thing in the world. No, it's not the greatest thing in the world, but hopefully it'll it'll, it'll boost the economy, and and therefore the majority of people in South Africa who are in debt will will benefit from that. What has it meant for you, though? I mean, as when when a client comes to you, do you say, well, we should be uh, looking at the bond market because uh, yields are falling and therefore bond prices are, are rising, or is it uh, too early to say that? That's that is actually a strategy we've been been using at at branches and talking about our strategy and. And this is not just a strategy now with COVID-19. Um, it's actually something we implemented a while ago. Um, first of all, from a South African point of view, um, our economy was in a great deal of um, or had a great deal of problems already, even before COVID-19. It's, it's actually just a little bit worse at this point in time. But we weren't bullish at all on the South African equities. Um, downgrades play uh, played a vital role. Obviously, political circumstances, ESCOM scenarios, um, all these factors played a role where we have reduced our South African equities quite a bit um, and provided either in the form of conservative asset classes, cash a little bit, yes, um, but also in the, in the form of bonds, infl inflation-linked bonds and all of that, so income funds, 
Um, but we also feel it is vitally important to take some sort of risk in the form of equities. Um, and for the last couple of years, and especially the last couple of months, we favored offshore equities. Now, that has two effects to it. Now, one, with COVID-19 going around globally, yes, the whole world is under huge amount of pressure given current circumstances. However, from a South African point of view, the rand um, just a couple of months ago, early Jan, the rand was 14 to 1, and it's currently sitting between 18 and 19 to the dollar. So, from a rand weakening point of view, even though offshore markets experience some sort of volatility as well, rand weakening protected our clients' money in rand terms quite a bit. So, from a strategy point of view, not very bullish on South African equities, quite bearish still given current circumstances. Um, we still feel the rent will come under pressure. Um, and yeah, given all the volatility, um, some sort of protection in the form of cash and, and bonds. Okay. I also get the sense from the tone of your answer that you are sort of not sitting on the fence, but you're certainly waiting for the dust to settle. And it's almost as though you're not willing to make big bets. You're just saying, let's preserve cash rather than try and make cash at the moment. Well, absolutely. I think the last couple of years, um, people um, in the early 2000s, and then you got the, the credit crisis, but let's say people in South Africa are so used to returns of double-digit returns in terms of 10, 12 Percent, and they never ever really experience a great downturn like 30, 40 percent. And that can happen quite easily. Um, we had a massive downturn globally, not just in South Africa, between the end of Feb and the end of March. Luckily, it had recovered quite quickly. Um, but circumstances or volatility like that can happen at any given time. We feel at this point in time, capital preservation is vitally important given yes. circumstances. I mean, the amount of unemployment rate just in a, an economy like the U.S. close to 30 percent now in South Africa, it will be roughly around about 50 percent. So it will be quite difficult for the economy to grow in the next couple of months. So capital preservation, in our opinion, um, is key um, to protect your assets. And yeah, things will turn around. Unfortunately, no, nobody has that crystal ball to, to announce when will, will that eventually happen. Do you sit down with your friends um, virtually, that is, uh, you know, via Zoom or uh, Skype or whatever your medium is and say, look, this is, the, th this is our, for example, asset allocation when it comes to uh, to equities south african and foreign and say and you say to yourself well maybe we don't need this particular type of company anymore because of the way that the world has changed have you got to that level yet have you said home delivery services once we open up again are going to become even more prevalent than they were before even though we can still go to restaurants people's habits are changed we don't need an airline anymore have you come to those sort of conclusions yet mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a very interesting point. Um, a part one, it is a very aggressive asset class property, um, whether local or offshore. If you take um, local South African property, commercial property has done extremely well in the early 2000s. But the last couple of years, um, it, it hasn't done as well. In fact, it's quite, quite negative, let's say the last two or three years. We feel the whole world is going to change 
eventually after COVID-19. I think companies will realize that a large percentage of their employees can actually sit at home and do the work that will save time in terms of traffic, um, in terms of technology. They can do everything they want to do at home. Um, so from that point of view, we are quite bearish on commercial property locally and offshore, purely based on, I think, after COVID-19, I think people will start using um, internet companies for delivery in terms of office space, working from home. So we feel that sector could come under pressure going forward, and we have reduced that exposure within our portfolios as well. What are the clients saying? Are the clients, after the initial panic, are they saying to you, okay, I understand what's going on. It's not your fault. The fact that our portfolios may be a little bit less rewarding than they were a couple of years ago. But on the other hand, everyone's are. So let's just get on with it. Are they being reasonable, in other words, in your interactions? Yes, absolutely. That's actually a point that we, we discuss quite quite often within branches in terms of client reactions and how how they react. Um, and my next statement is not being arrogant. I think we're extremely fortunate at Brenters where we took the view of reducing South African equities. Now, if you take the last five years in terms of our all share index, it's negative. It's been negative for the last five years, three years, as well as the last year. So in terms of that, it has protected our clients' money quite a bit. The fact that our CEO, Magnus, and on all type of platforms um, indicated clients or investors in general must have a portion of their money offshore. And obviously, our clients do have a great deal, has protected us offshore, um, did a lot better than South Africa, not just in rand terms, but also in US dollar terms. So that portion protected our clients' money. But in general, I think clients do understand this is not just a South African scenario, this is a global scenario. Every single economy in the world uh, has been and will be impacted by this virus. Um, so yeah, in general, I must say clients are, um, do understand this scenario. And also, just the final point here, it's been a difficult time, but on the other hand, you've got you've got time to sit down and do things that you might not be able to do in an office environment and actually do a little bit more reading and work in a different way and probably come up with uh, ideas that you might not have been able to do so in that office environment that I've just described. And I find that actually quite interesting. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it's weird how it is in terms of if you take a company like Brenters, we have offices all over the country. Um, and everybody's so busy with day-to-day -day activities. Um, and yes, we do communicate on a regular basis, but it's almost like now where everybody is at home and once again with technology, a click of a button, everybody can sign up and, and with it, Zoom or Skype can communicate with each other. So I think communication within companies will be a lot more. So that's the one aspect. The other aspect in terms of the investment industry um, we have all these asset managers um, and asset companies in terms of various fund managers. And almost every single day, every plan or advisor do receive invites in terms of communications and feedback from all these asset companies or asset managers. Not, not easy to communicate and listen to all the information, but um, we are getting 
a great deal of information on a daily basis from all from all the guys. Very good. Long may that continue. Very good, Johan. Johan Berger is from Brentos Wealth in Pretoria, and that was It's My Money. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.